Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Uh, and we, we always set up, uh, you know, our, 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 our super intern, uh, Darnell, um, has been kind of keeping us on the pulse. As we, as we told Dougie Fisher, you know, boxing has become a part of our staple. And, and nobody in our, in our group is probably more into the boxing scene than Darnell. So, you know, it's, it's, you know he's been holding down the, the chair, but we want to give him the proper introduction for his segment. So here it is. Boxing Moments with Darnell. All right, we had, um, last week we had Danny Jacobs versus um, Sergey Derevinchenko. And um, I would like to get um, Devon on this because I know we saw the fight. So we were texting back and forth during this fight. But um, I'll give my little um, brief um, kind of summary of what I saw in that fight. Um, Sergey, he was fighting on the inside. He, um, he came to fight. He's a real tough guy, but um, Danny Jacobs was a little too um, he was a little too versatile for him. He could fight on the inside a little bit. He could move around, stick his jab out. He he was on um, counter punching, and it, it was too many um different kinds of um too many different layers for Sergey to handle. And um, one thing I would think that um Sergey would I think Sergey he would do a little better at 154 at junior middleweight instead of middleweight because a lot of the top competition at 160 are going to be taller, longer guys. Like you have Danny Jacobs at 6'1". Android is the same height. Charlo is six, six foot, 6'1". Six and you being 5'9", you might not necessarily be able to get straight in on all these guys. You're going you're gonna to take a lot of stuff. He ch- One thing I noticed, he tried to do that little Jack Dempsey shift, but – um um. But Danny Jacobs, they've trained so much together. They've sparred over 300 rounds. So um, as soon as he would try to do that shift over and to throw the um, hook, he would just like, pivot his feet, and then Jacobs would pivot at the same time and come right out the back door. Um, did you see the uh, – I know you saw the fight, but I'm going to throw it to Devon right now. Yeah, I, I scored at 115, uh, 113. I think, you know, uh, actually, no, I may have had it 114, 114. I actually, you, had, you had a draw. I had a draw on that one. Um, and But it could have been 115, 113. I thought, um, you know, these are two fighters who know each other. Um, and um, uh, I think Sergey, like you said, was uh, surprised me. Um, he's quick. Um, he was able – I think once he was able to kind of gauge the timing, but I think Jacobs put a lot of work in. There were some very close rounds um, where I think Jacobs down the stretch uh, was going really well. I think when Jacobs did fought in the middle of the ring and didn't get on the ropes, uh, it was funny because I listened to and Harold with Letterman was talking about the fight and he was saying, "Well, he, they're fighting mostly in the middle of the ring." I'm like, "No, Harold, they spent half that round on on the ropes." Uh, I don't know. Are we watching the same fight? Are you are you watching Jacobs from two years ago? I don't know what was going on, but it was uh, uh, it was a fight where I think 
I could see more people having it uh, for Jacobs. And I agree with you. I think uh, um, he could probably, uh, uh, Sergey probably could do much better at 154 where, you know, he would have some size and some strength. He would be able to bully some people. But he's also got nice hands and nice feet. But, right. you know, you are looking at a little taller boxers. I think what he'll have to do is not follow as much, cut the ring off a little bit more. Yeah. And I don't know if he was – I don't know if you felt. I want to feel like when he let the left hook go, he let the left hook go enough and to like really stabilize uh, um, uh, Jacobs in a way. And I think if he would have let the left hook go a little bit more, he would have controlled distance and switched it up. And I think that's something when he goes back and looks at the film, he's gonna regret that he did not. A couple times he threw it, and it was it set up good combinations, but that left hook would have definitely um, put Jacob in positions for him to come back with the right hand. And so against a fight like fighter like Jacob at that level, you're talking about you can't miss those things, right? You got to deliver on them, hit them. You can't miss those things. You can afford to miss it on lesser fighters and regroup somewhere else. But when you don't do it against Jacob, it's the kind of thing that will cost you a round or two. And I just felt like he didn't throw that left hook enough to control where uh, he wanted Jacobs to go. But that's one um, common issue with um, a lot of the Eastern European fighters. Uh, one thing that they're schooled on, well, he – Excluding the Lomachenko camp, Anatoly Lomachenko, the father of Vasil, he, he trains on both Vasil Lomachenko and Yusik, so this doesn't apply to these guys. But most of the um, Eastern European guys are st- they're standard one-two fighters. They're going to hit you with the jabs, follow with the two, and they're, they're pretty much all straight punches. If you saw the Sergey Kovalev versus Andre Ward fight, it was the same thing. He doesn't throw any hooks. He doesn't have any, like, looping punches, and that – that often is the um, often is the um, difference when they fight against um, American fighters and Mexican fighters with um, more of a punch variety. Yes. And, um, so, what do you think about the state of the middleweight division? I mean, you got a lot of fighters uh, in in the middleweight uh, division. I mean, as we can we you know we can see. I mean, you know you know just from the conversation around Triple G Canelo, there's a lot of fights to be. Uh, made in that space, you know, I think a lot of it's going to come down to um, to what extent the promoters want to make the fights. Uh, that's that's one of, you know, you got good camps, and I think probably it's the division that probably has, is about to steal, kind of steal the light and the shine away from the welterweight and some of those, you know, this is, by, you know, we've had an era where there's been a lot of the smaller fighters who fought big and who've come up in weight have kind of owned I would say the past five or six years in a really good way. Now it feels like we're going back to those old days of Hagler and those guys with some of those welterweights were coming up and, you know, uh, making that middleweight division kind of a hybrid of natural middleweights and then these these welterweights who are coming up and who can fight with enough power at middleweight to make some really interesting fights. And I feel like we're moving into that, that kind of Hagler, Hearns, kind of Sugar Ray where – the potential big fights when you're talking about, you know, the Errol Spence kind of guys where you, these guys, whether it's a weight thing, but it's really just a fight thing from anywhere from kind of bigger welterweight, super welterweight to middleweight to super middleweight, anything, anybody, as, as uh, Broner would say, anybody who wants some can get some. <laughs> is right in that one. That's what I like about the middle. You know, AB. Okay, uh, so um, where would you see Jacobs faring against the other guys? Like, 
Um, I'm, I might just go one by one. Do you think um, Danny Jacobs can beat Canelo Alvarez? Yeah, I mean, he showed well against Triple G. I think Danny Jacobs is going to be good against anyone because he has a variety of fighters. He can fight any style. Um, and they call him the Miracle Man. They don't call him Miracle Man for any reason. He can fight any style, and he has power. So um, I, I give him a chance in there because it will be a good fight. It will be a real good fight. I mean, they're going to go at it, um, especially the new Canelo, who is who learned so much from his Mayweather fight. Uh, I, I think, you know, Jacobs is good against anyone. Would he beat Canelo? I think Canelo's hand speed and power and some of the things that I think was missed by Sergey, Canelo's not going to miss. Yeah, you know, Can- Canelo knows how to control that ring, and he'll- he's strong. So, but you know, Danny Jacobs got a lot of heart, man. What do you think about him and Andre? I know um, they're um, they're also friends. Yeah, and they said, well, Danny Jacobs well, said he's not fighting Andre unless if it's a big unification fight because um, he said um, Andre Rozier, which is Dan- Danny Jacobs' um, coach. Is I think he's like he said like his godfather or something like that, or they're mm-hmm. like really close. They they grew up, they knew each other since they were 14 years old, 14, 15 years old. So they said they're gonna fight for the big money, and if it's the big money's not there, they're gonna wait. So, um, do you think how do you think Daddy would do against Charlo actually? That one, boy, that'd be a battle. That might that'd be one fight where it might just be fought in the middle of the ring. Um, <laughs> see, see who catch him. Um, that's a lot of power and a lot of that's gonna be a high skill fight. And um, on the strength, I might get Charlo a little bit, but Danny's strong too. You know, it's, I mean, he's such a pick him because he's a hard guy to pick against, but um, I think Charlo has a motor. Yeah. Whereas Danny Jacobs takes, it feels like Charlo has a motor where he's busier longer. How do you feel? I mean, Charlo just feels like he's busier and his, his, his rate feels like it's more consistently high where he might, have a higher volume put out, but you know, you just don't, you don't know how uh, Jacobs might control that with distance because he's really good with making people fight the fight he wants to. But um, that's one thing I see with um, in this matchup is um, Danny Jacobs. He um, a lot of times he leaves himself open, like when he's, at yes. the, he's throwing a lot of those big looping shots and stuff yeah. like that. And if when you find a guy like Charlo, Charlo has an excellent jab. He has an excellent yes. powerful jab. He's, he knocked down J Rock. He actually knocked down J Rock with a jab. He knocked mm-hmm. down somebody else with a jab. I saw, and he has a he has a uh, very strong right, straight right hand. And um, one thing I noticed about Danny Jacobs also is, um, he, although he is um, versatile, he can fight inside, outside. He can um, slip punches out of the Philly shell. I saw he um, he showed that in his last fight, but. Um, one thing with Danny Jacobs is he's not necessarily fluid with it. He's not um, seamless with his transitions. Like, with Danny Jacobs, he's either on offense or he's on defense. He's mm-hmm. not like uh, Floyd Mayweather. Well, yeah. most people are not like Floyd Mayweather or um, guys like Terrence Crawford, mm-hmm. you know, Alvarez, where um, they're on offense. You can, you can slip a punch and come right back. You know, yeah, yeah. in the pocket. They're um, – they're, they're, Game is seamless. Um, I think Andre does that pretty well as well. But um, one thing like that is Charlo. We already mentioned his motor. I think Charlo has he has a he's more of a dog. Like Charlo mm-hmm. had. Char- we know Charlo is a dog, and I don't know if I don't want to say Jacobs is a dog, but um, 
I think Charlo has a bigger dog inside of him. So when he um he's gonna put pressure on Dan Jacobs and he's gonna um make him go backwards and when Jacobs going backwards he's he's gonna he's strictly focusing on defense and yeah that'll cost him. Yeah, I agree. That's a good analysis. Uh the World Boxing Super Series. We saw Regis Poor Gray, Pro Gray, sorry, out um advance. He completely outboxed um Terry Flanagan. Um I thought he was gonna win. What? Um, did you see the fight? Did you see the fight? No, I didn't, I didn't see this fight, so you might have to break this one down a little bit more for me. Yeah, man, Regis Progray. This is your, this is your boxing nerdology coming <laughs> in. Yeah, no. <laughs> he was born and raised in New Orleans, um, Louisiana, and he was, all right, and he was displaced by um, Hurricane Katrina. Mm. And he was um, displaced. He moved to Houston, Texas. He's been trained there for. Pretty much his whole um, professional career. He's um he's a real good fighter at 140. Um, my pick for the World Boxing Super Series to win it all is Josh Taylor. Mm. He's a guy um out of fighting out of the UK. He um he's kind of like a I don't want to say it, but he reminds me of a white Terrence Crawford. White <laughs> Terrence Crawford. Yeah, man, that's that's the way he fights. He's a switch hitter. He can counter punch. I like his I like his chances. But a lot of people picking pro grade and not um I can't knock that. That would be a good matchup. But um I think that might uh wrap it up for the um, boxing moment this week. I'll throw it back to um Devon. But hey, this this is as we say, we want to thank Darnell for doing the boxing moment with Darnell. I think it adds another element uh, to our show. Um, when we come back. We're going to move into the cycle. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 